it was hazard to the fucking mic. AKA Mr. 40 Ounce Fridays, and frankly, I'm not impressed. The thoughts and opinions expressed during this broadcast are for entertainment purposes only. They are not facts. Now enjoy the show. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? It's episode 40 of the Not Impressed Podcast. It's your boy Kane's World. For peace sake. And we got a very special guest in the building today. It was only right we did it for episode 40. We got Mr. 40 Ounce himself. Hazard in the building. Big Hazard. Yeah, it was cracking. How Big Ontario. You feel me? Hey. One, of, <laughs> one of the best freestylers in the fucking game. We were just talking about this shit last yeah, week. Yeah, we, we were. I said I would put this nigga up at top five. Top five. I've ever oh, seen freestyling. I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And I don't, I don't be capping. I'm not bullshitting. You feel me? I'm not lying. Like, this nigga for real with the bars. If you haven't checked out his shit, go check out his Instagram. It's I'm a Hazard. Hazard with an E. And yeah. I'm telling you, this shit... Fire. Fire. I'm telling you, man, he makes jailhouses, you know, jealous, bro. No, for real. Fucking Got Z- bars. Zanny's jealous. You feel me? <laughs> jailhouses jealous. And this shit is crazy, man. So we really appreciate you coming in for episode 40. And we all got 40s today. Yeah, we do. Hey, we do. there we go. And we don't you know, even be drinking. Honor, in honor of it. We don't even be drinking beer like that, but we drinking it, 40s, episode we 40. 40s. We almost did Edward Sound 40 good. hands, you know what I'm saying? We almost did. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Edward 40 hands. We I did. We did. We did. All right, fellas, salute, huh? You feel me? Salute. Let's take a little drink. You feel me? Get this shit cracking. Chug, 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 chug. And we were having a little bit of technical difficulties. He was just in his story, but he was just telling us how he uh, had a show last night. He actually came straight from the show, show. damn near here. Always working. Always working. You know what I'm saying? So, So, yeah, just real quick, um, it was uh, that boy S.D. Knack. He's uh, from Lynn, Massachusetts. I guess it's you know Boston or suburb of Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out here. Uh, I believe this project he just did it's it's released through Griselda or West Side Gun. Okay. You know is is backing this album with him or something like that. Okay, okay. Um, so he was there. He was he was he was headlining. Um, then uh, dude Daniel Son. He's from um from Canada. Um, boys got bars. Uh, uh, my boy XP the Marksman, big you know, eight one eight eight one eight veteran. You know, mm-hmm. and then I was I was rocking with my boy VHS. VHS is a producer. Um, he had a beat set, but he was like, yo, I just, I don't want to stand up here and push buttons for twenty minutes. You know, how about I bring the beat machine out and uh, and you could perform. You know, and, and and rap while I play off the SP four hundred four. And I was like, all right, you know, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. And so you know, I was I was just telling a quick story about. How I met VHS, like he had, you know, he had DM'd me like, "Hey, bro, I fuck with what you're doing. Can I talk to you on the phone?" And that was the first thing that was different about him. Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, here's my number." We talked for like 45 minutes, and he was just telling me like, "I, I got some beats for you, bro. I, you're gonna really fuck with them, you know. You know, let me just pull up on you." This fool pulled up with a fucking portable record player, a bunch of vinyl, a fucking SP404. Pulls up to the studio. Has all his shit like all neat. He pulls all his stuff out, hooks up, starts cooking right in front of him. You got the, um, crate right, the crate right with him and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, dog. <laughs> and um, I just respected his um, his gangster when it came to that shit. And yeah. uh, he just he uh, really impressed the hell out of me. But I was saying, you know, he he's a real like a minimalist and a purist when it comes to the the, the, the music shit. Mm-hmm. So he's you know. Got these real sparse, you know, sample loops and shit, and he's not. I gotta check some of that shit out. Yeah, yeah bro, he, for he's, he's dope, but but he's like like minimal drumming and shit. And mm. so one time I had told him, "Hey, give me that loop, and I'm gonna have my boy praise uh, Danny Zico. I'm gonna have that fool uh, uh, throw some drums on it." And like I said, you that fool 
literally looked at me like I slapped this child. <laughs> and I was like, hey, bro, if you're going to do that, then go ahead. But like for our stuff, I'm telling you, just like, rock, rock with me on this, rock with I these got loops. This, nigga. And I was just like, all right, man, fuck it. Says, you don't want to have no drums in it. And since I'm talking that gangster shit, like, we don't call it Hold the Sticks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh, I like that. So, so probably just called Hold the Sticks. Up. Yeah. And, and um, we're actually going to be releasing it with like a, um, a pre-roll um, with my boys from Street Kings. Um, okay. And then uh, and Vibes Papers. So it's going to be a Vibes Paper um, with with two grams of premium indoor flour and a gram of uh, live rosin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Stay on the lookout for that. That's right. With a, and with a glass tip too. It's a little way. different marketing they, yeah, right there for and sure. It, and uh, it's gonna be called the Hazard Sticks. You know what I'm saying? So hold right. hold the sticks and the Hazard Sticks. We're gonna have a joint um a joint you know rollout and release. We're gonna have a merch capsule. My boy Lucky, uh from Cookies. My boy uh, uh, Big Lux. Hazard. He's gonna help me with the um. With the with the with the branding on that one, so is that the guy? So, he does the podcast too, right? Lucky. Yeah, yeah. He has the hard. He has the hard luck show. Uh huh. I'd seen some hard of the podcasts that you were on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the that's the big dog right there, man. That dude, I owe I owe a lot to that man. You know what I'm saying? He that's really put up. his arms around me like a little over a year ago, that's and he's up. really given me uh, a ton of opportunities with his platform. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's funny too because you know he always tells me like, yeah, I'm just, I just. I set the play I've has, but you gotta go. You gotta yeah, go run yeah. through the door and do what you do. But he's he's always putting me in position. That's like, the thing, uh, yeah. and that's real niggas right there, though. That he'll hit me like, right. "Hey, I that need you. you. Like, I need you at this event. Yeah, you need to be here." So yeah, I'll be I'll like, "All right, bet." He'll tell me, and I, and I might I might not I might not do something with him for like a month and a half, two months. And he'll hit me, "Yo, has I need you here?" Yeah, yeah. I bet. I'm there. Niggas won't look out like that for real. Yeah, real. like they won't, they won't mention you if you're not even in the yeah, room. Exactly. You feel me? This fool is the opposite. Like he's yeah. telling people about me. He's like, bro, I swear, I promise you. He's like, people are are are, are dense sometimes, and it takes a lot, you know, for them to want to listen to something new. Mm-hmm. He's like, but bro, I'm sending your shit to all the homies, like, because <clears throat> he knows a lot of the people, like in the whole like Soul Assassin circle. Like he's from that crew. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Lux okay. is fr- from that era. So, gotcha. um, you know, so, so he's, you know, he's always sharing my stuff around. So I, I just, I appreciate it. Like you said, for that reason, a lot of people won't even mention you. If you're yeah, not yeah, if you're not there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, oh, I don't know who, what? <clears throat> yeah, who, for you know? sure. He's the opposite. Like he's oh, trying yeah. to alley-oop me every chance oh, he gets. Yeah. And that's a real OG. That's why I said, yeah, it was just his birthday the other day. Happy, happy belated, you know, my boy, Big Lux. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I had posted, you know, like, you know, shout out to this dude right here because in the short time I've known him. You know, we we came at a, a very critical point in my life, you know, yeah. like professionally, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's helped me just every step of the way. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it went from just being like somebody that was just like a cool connect that we had made, and then like now it's like consider the dude a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. he's a, sure. so he's a good dude, man. Shout yeah, out to my boy, Big Lux, man. Big That's Lucky right. Luciano. Hey, and like, Santa Monica. I'm I'm super interested in like how you got connected with the cookies, all that shit, but. I really want the the fans and the people who don't know too much about you, you know, like, yeah, let's, go to, back. let's go to the beginning. Let's go sure. to, like, where are you from, like, how it was growing up out there, like, uh-huh. how you started and, like, how you really got into this rap shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, well, you know, I was, um, uh, like, my whole family's from East L.A. Uh, I was born in Montebello. I went to, I started kindergarten, like, in Montebello, and then probably a month or two in, uh, I got moved. Um, we moved to Ontario. Okay. So I grew up in the Inland Empire. Um, that's that's where I grew up at. And uh And what what got you was, into like rapping and shit? Um, I think the first time 
first time I seen some shit that, that I thought was like cool was um a kid. I was in seventh grade and there was a kid like at lunch or there was like a school assembly or something mm-hmm. and this fool was rapping. Like, he had a little boom box and like he was rapping over an instrumental and I heard him and I remember peeping game and like there was a couple girls that were like all googly eyed mm-hmm. over him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Well, I need to do that shit I right there. That. I can do that. <laughs> I, can, I looked at him and I, I just intuitively knew, like, I can do that. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you I, was like, I was in like a seventh grade, you said? Yeah, I was in seventh grade. Okay. And then, so, like, I just sat there and studied anything that I could from then yeah. on. Like, I was like, I gotta, like, I gotta know about rapping. I gotta okay. know what rap is in order for me to, if I wanna really do this shit. So, for like three, four years, I just obsessed over that. Like, my seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade year. Kind of like in, in yeah. education mode and shit. Yeah, I was study. just like studying, studying music, the greats and shit, studying music. You know, just like listening to anything I can get my hands on. And, and like, then, did you have any family that was doing music at all? Like that? No, kind of, not at all. Okay. I don't think I. No, not at all. Even now, like nowadays, anybody see you, they're like, "Oh, I want to do this too." Any nephews, nieces? And not at all. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, that like you know of. That you I know. Of. Yeah, I'm know. sure there's a lot of people on Instagram that are like shit. I see a nigga that look like me or that's doing this shit. Well, I'm sure I there's a lot the of people for shit, sure. You know, for I'm talking sure. about like family and stuff. No, like fed off family members. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I've had I've had kids. Yeah, too. You probably have kids. Sure. Like, oh, I seen you rapping there. Like, I want to do that shit now. Yeah, one thousand percent. But like family members, no, not that I could think of. Yeah. Um, um, no, definitely not. So like, I just I, I studied shit. And then like, I think when I was a freshman in high school, that's when you started. I tried to like actually try to like step out and and rap and shit. And that's then um. I just fell in love with it. And I remember I was just like freestyling, rhyming, writing stuff down and seeing what I could come up with for like about another year and a half or two years. I think the first time I recorded a song, I was like 16. Okay. So you're kind of like, like literally in that mode of like, let me learn this shit. Let me, let me kind of fine tune it. Yeah. Before I actually start to. Yeah. And it was like, and it was easy kind of because like at the same time I'm running around with like with my homeboys and I'm being stupid, right? And I'm making okay. not not wise choices. But the one yeah. thing that that was always cool, no matter it, it wasn't like I fucking like Legos or something. I couldn't play with Legos, no yeah, more, right? Yeah. I like music. Yeah. So the one thing that was always cool, and I was considered the cool guy because I always knew the new music. You know what I mean? I was yeah. looking for music, yeah. and I would always bring different shit. You're like check this shit out. Because the homies, because like the homies would know out. about like a Tupac, and the homies were really big. I remember. When I was growing up, the era I grew up in it was like um, Bone Thugs. Yeah, like that was like the gangster music mm, at the yeah. time. Like they were Easy, looked at like it was hard, thug, you know, yeah. like that, like that, 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 you know, fast melodic rap mm-hmm. shit, you know. And and, um, and what did you gravitate gravitate towards, like as far as your music selection? Did, uh, you, go, did liked, you go to the East Coast? I liked a lot of the East Coast stuff. Like mm-hmm. I liked a lot of premiere production. The all the West Coast stuff is like I guess by osmosis, just growing up in yeah, it yeah. and like listening to it just at parties and whatever. Yeah, I know, I know. I always thought that I would I leaned heavily like East Coast in my in my like hip hop sensibilities or whatever. But as I got older, I realized like, oh, I know a ton of like West Coast classic shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right, big year pop. That, um, <laughs> I always say that I had to go to prison to understand what Pac was saying, and what I would say is. And I say that I say that to say that if anybody put I I hate that it's a uh, big your pocket pocket biggie question, mm. but if whenever anybody tries to like throw slander on a man that is Tupac Amarushikor, I got an sure. issue with it for sure because <laughs> sure. I just don't. You must not have went through anything in your life yeah, for you for not sure. to understand how yeah. a a fucking uh, 
how much of an icon that that man, you know, no, yeah. sure. you know what I'm saying? He spoke to so many different types I was going to say he was like know? a representation of different things, though, right. too, because he had his, like, straight thug shit, you feel me? Yeah. But then he had his, like, Let's uplift each other. And then he had to protect the women. Protect the women, you know. Then he had to fuck the bitches. Then he had then he had fuck the bitches too, right? <laughs> exactly. But but it's like I think that I think that 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 dichotomy and those those internal contradictions is what makes him so endearing because it's like now nah, he wasn't perfect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nah, yeah, he wasn't actually. And, and for those imperfections, like we loved him more because yeah. he was vulnerable on camera. Like he mm-hmm. let us know, I don't have the answers. All oh, it's artistic. Like the for acting sure. shit was crazy too. That shit is wild. Yeah. And you got to, and then here's the other thing that I always try to point out too. You just mentioned the acting shit, right? Yeah. We're talking about how much music he recorded. We talk about, you know, how much of an influence he was, how, whatever the case was. Yeah. Plus he had legal troubles and he was locked up and he did it all by the time he was 26 and gone. Yeah. No, like that's, think that's of like incredible. think about that. That's crazy. Like think about just, that because yeah. he had a career that like a motherfucker would take fifty years to do. Take and, and, and would be like, wow, look at look at what, <laughs> look at what this that. person did. Yeah, like yeah. Drake's still trying to get that, and this yeah. nigga did that shit in like five years, six years. Exactly. It, it, it was and it was over like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm so you so you said that you know, let's go back a little bit. You said that um you started kind of like getting into the streets essentially you know what i'm saying like yeah, basically you're running around like you know a little knucklehead and shit yeah um what what do you think forced you to do that you feel me? i think i think it's just because the people that you grow up with like you go from playing like baseball together trying to skate and then somebody comes over and has a sack of weed mm. and then and then you go from there to you're uh going Maybe riding your bikes like further than you would have normally because now you're getting a little older. Mm-hmm. So then you like ride your bike a little too far, and like, all of a sudden, porch and shit just... all of a sudden there's there's kids from another side of town that you've never seen before, and there's mm-hmm. tension, mm-hmm. and y'all are fighting. You don't even know why. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like it's it's just a it just it's a natural progression. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole environment type shit. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a natural pro- yeah, it's shit. a natural progression. So it's like the people that you grow up with, you see them you know, start to do whatever. And, or sometimes maybe you're the one that's a little more advanced and you bring something to the table that's maybe not that positive. But you guys are kids and curious. So it's like, yeah, like yeah. what? What's that? That's the thing, the curiosity. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And yeah, so, curious as fuck, you know? And then that was just regular. Yeah. So like the whole time for me, I was obsessed with music. But that was like, that was a cool thing to be obsessed with and still chill with my homies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was like super into fucking building like, you know, model trains or some shit. Yeah, yeah. homies are gonna be like, "The fuck, fuck is <laughs> like, really, we're trying to go with some girls." Though. You know what I'm like, saying? <laughs> but me, I'm like, "Oh, hey, fool, I got, I got new music. Oh, that's yeah. dope. Like, play that shit. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, this was DMX. Oh, this is tight. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So you're doing a lot of that. That's introducing okay. these yeah. new acts to these people. Yeah, know, that's okay. That's cool. You're the cool guy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? But that was what I obsessed over. Got you. And then the hood shit was just regular. Yeah, that was just it was it was the lifestyle because it was of the just, environment. It was just regular, and it wasn't cool. Like the shit wasn't accepted in my home. Like I'm not gonna sit here. I was gonna ask you that. Do you have like fans that was like so like my family like kind of tapped in? So my family's they're all from East LA, and like I got a lot of like. You know, you know, Diaz and cousins, whatever, from a certain neighborhood out there. Um, but like with my pops, with my mom, like they were they were strict. Okay. I'm not in the front. They were super strict, but I was a knucklehead. Yeah, it was like kind of you know like at that point you kind of uncontrollable. Yeah, they were super strict. But because you a think about how much of a kid when you're a kid, you just don't. You think you know no, it all. For sure. Well, you, you gotta, just run the streets and uh, do whatever the fuck you want. Well, you got to think too. Like when I was little, little, my my mom and my um 
and my pops both worked, and we had like a family friend that was living with us. She was an older Mexican woman named Lupe, and Lupe would kind of like watch us. But Lupe was from Mexico, like so for her, I was a, a boy. She was like taking care of my little sisters, right? Mm-hmm. They were babies. Like, I'm, I'm five years old, so it was like, get the fuck out the house. Don't come back. <laughs> you like, you until, got you. Do not come back until five o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you 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 get home, you're to be showered and waiting to eat dinner when your mom and dad come yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, so, so I was out. Running, the, I was out the house five, bro, five and six, five, six, and seven. But then I remember. I like, thought I was like too crazy at eight years old. This nigga at five years. You no, know, I was five years old, bro. And then <laughs> five, five, six, and like seven, and then like something. My mom had got like hurt at work or something, and then she came home. Like she started like being, being around home, a little bit more. Staying home mom, and she was strict. Like I'll try to go. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going outside. Just duck off. I feel you like a saying? big easy way too to like growing up in the hood is like older people. Like you'll be like 12, but you kick in with niggas who are 16. Oh. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so that's always there's 12 year olds that they might be doing their homework and shit, but you kick in with niggas who's 16 who are really in the street. Well, trying and to the other thing, shit. and the other thing was I was always very like well spoken. Yeah. But so I would say shit and the homies would laugh. Yeah. Because they'd be like, where the fuck is this Vato? Get this no, shit. Let's keep like, this little nigga around. Hey, where's this little fool? How you, the fuck? You thought a little different and shit. Yeah, so like, they, they, they would always trip out on that shit. So they would they'd be like, say what you just said. And I'd yeah. be like, uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm in trouble, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I just said, and they'll all start laughing. Yeah. And they're like, my boy would explain to me why it was funny. Gotcha. Right? He's like, see, look, the reason why we're laughing. He's like, because I'm not going to have you looking like an asshole. You got to know, too. So the reason we're laughing is because you said this and it. And like, he, like, taught me a lot about, you know, how your words matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your, That's good. The tone of your voice matters. Mm-hmm. Your words matters. You know, you got, you know, two ears and, and one mouth. So you should, you know, listen twice as much as you speak. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, yeah but he was a lot older, though. Like, yeah. A lot, a lot yeah, older. For sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? For I'm, sure. like, 12, 13. This was, like, 28. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, in fairness, in his way, he really tried. He was trying hard to teach me a lot of the right yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But you he's doing it with saying? the best that he has With available. the best that he had yeah, exactly. that he was trying to give me a lot yeah. of game. And that's what I talked to this nigga about plenty of times. Is like, I'm 11, 12. All my aunts and shit and their boyfriends are, like, 16, 17, and 18. And then, like, my grandma's boyfriend... Is like my grandma was like forty, but her boyfriend was like twenty eight, thirty. So this grandma nigga, was crazy. This nigga was a crib. Yo, grandma was <laughs> Grandma was like young and tender, Yo, so you remember. No, oh, for real. My grandma was like literally like forty, forty five, and this hey, nigga was like twenty eight. This nigga was like twenty eight, no cap. Like, girl, you look good when you back that and, thing up. And so like, I'm already kicking it with my aunts and like their boyfriends yeah. and shit. So you guys are getting into. So they're they're smoking weed. Shit. They're stealing from stores. They're stealing radios. They're doing shit. So I'm like, they always wanted to bring me around because I was yeah. the one who wouldn't talk too much. You gotcha. know what I mean? I was the one who could keep it cool yeah. and not say shit. And then my quote unquote grandpa, he was a crip and shit. So. These are the people I'm learning from and shit. Yeah. They're teaching me shit. I'm 11, 12 years old. I'm going over there for the summer. My mom picking me up like, damn, you smell like weed. And I'm yeah. just like. Granny was putting it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this nigga remember. <laughs> Granny was getting it in. Oh, shit. 
Hey, oh, shout out, man. shout out my nana, man. Shout, shout out my nana. nana hey, she's man. crazy. She'll shout out Linda Rose. Y'all stick a shot with you. Really? She'll smoke with you. Yeah, yeah I got a. Hey, Granny, let's let's light one. Yeah, <laughs> she's real cool. I I a uh, video that we did. She was supposed to be like drinking and looking at bills, crying and shit. Yeah. So I'm like, pour yourself a drink. She pours the drink like half full like this. And then starts for the shot. It. She just chugs it oh, and then says, "Okay, yeah. let's pour it for the shot." Yeah. And then she starts crying, dead ass, bawling for the video. Yeah. Like she was doing. She turned it on for sure. She was like. Oscar war, uh, yeah. Oscar award. Hey, you know she's just thinking about all the disappointments in her life, just all of it. She let all that shit the last ten years, every bad thing just all no, came out. Bro. Now she gonna be cold. She gonna be just cold blooded. No, Watch. for sure, for sure. She's like, uh, this nigga whack ass song got me so, here. <laughs> so when you get into when you get into music though, um, like, do you remember like your first written dog, or do you remember like that or the first beat? You feel me? Yeah, I remember a few. You want to recite them? Not just fucking with you. He's like, no. Nah. Oh, I've been nice. That's not the problem. Oh, okay, so you no, you, you kind of was already coming in with some heat. Yeah, I, on some different from shit. The, from the jump, that shit was easy for me. Because you kind of took a step back and just like learn. You feel me? I, I really, I cared about it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was saying I was a rapper before I was a rapper. Got you. I was a rapper with no rap. Got you. I rap. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he just, hey. They say fake it, you know, fake it till you make it. Because like me, shit. the first beat I ever did was uh, but this was just like I was like writing poetry type shit, like tenth mm. grade, eleventh grade type shit. Mm. What was that? And uh, it was a uh, kid cutting marijuana. Oh really? I don't know why I just randomly started writing to that shit. Really? And, uh, yeah, and I just spit a little. It was like off the little mead notebook and shit. My boy came into the room. I was like, check this shit out, bro. I don't remember what I said, but. He was like, you're good. At that time, you were hitting it. And yeah, like, and I just never rapped again for like seven years until I met this nigga. And I was like, you know what's let's get it. <laughs> but no, what's crazy is um, from the jump, we were really on some other shit. We, we sat down with Fruity Loops, one of the first editions of it. It wasn't FLC. It was Fruity yeah, Loops. Yeah, literally. Fruity Loops. Uh, we're on, the demo version or was we're it? On, I, to be honest with y'all, I'd be lying if I told, I couldn't tell you. This <laughs> nigga had that stolen shit. I definitely had the demo version. We were, on, we were on Fruity Loops and my boy made the beat. And then we sat there and wrote raps. I wrote a hook for it. And then um, we actually like recorded it. And hearing my voice back for the first time, I was like hooked. Right, as soon as you heard it. I was like, oh, because usually tight. people hear their voice are like, shit. Yeah, for sure. For a while, this nigga. For me, in. I was trying to get my my voice right, get my language. Yeah. Shit. He would like, hey, turn off the headphones type shit. Oh you yeah, know? at first I was like, I don't want to hear myself feedback. But yeah, I feel like that's most people. At first, they don't want to hear the feedback because it kind of almost like an echo. Yeah. yeah but once yeah. you get the practice with it, and you get it, you're like, okay, that's yeah, necessary. Yeah. I need yeah. to hear that shit. Yeah. So you guys put together a record. At what age you say? I was like sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. So you said from 12 is when you kind of like got introduced to it. Yeah. And then up until so it's like four years, just kind of like in the cut writing rhymes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, I was addicted though. Like I, I was, we would, I remember we would like sit, the way I kind of got my workflow, like having to accomplish it when, when, we're, when we're working was because <clears throat> my boy would come in. I think we were using like a demo version. It would be the full version, but you could only open it three times or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so we would have to come in. He would have to make whatever he could make, you know, beat-wise, right? If he could make one, two, or three beats, whatever. But I think sometimes you could only export maybe like three or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we would sit there and, oh, no, no, no. This, I remember how we, we would do it. It was bootleg as hell. We would... <laughs> We had we had a computer mic and we had the speakers pointed towards the computer oh. mic. 
and we were rapping. Record that shit, like yeah, that. bro. Yeah, like, yeah. And and so we had to do it live. So and I would use sound recorder. So you had to be fucking like perfect, right? Oh, straight up window sound yeah, recorder shit. Bro. I remember that. And I remember was, that, bro. And it was fucking crazy because <laughs> I remember. You're probably hyped as fuck when you first heard that, though. We we would record maybe like we would record like a whole EP like in a day. Shit. Right? Making beats and then we record and then bounce that one, then make another beat re- record yeah. over that. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, we're talking about full writing, then recording the whole thing. Yeah. And that was how I, that was how I started developing like my 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 creating style. Because yeah. I had to be quick with that work ethic right there. I had to be like real quick with it, you know. And then I realized also that if I was reading it off the paper, it didn't sound the same. Mm. So I had to learn how to like I would write my rhymes down so I wouldn't forget them. But I'd like read the paper, I would read mm-hmm. the paper, and then I'll like recite it away. Uh-huh. So that by the time it was my turn to actually go, I, I would just have just the paper ready to go. just in case, like I, you know, mm-hmm. needed a reference. But I, I wouldn't read off the paper. It gives it a different feeling too. So well, sometimes for, sure. when for you're me, like, for sure. Like when you're when you're when you're reciting that shit, you can get to that read mode. Yeah. Compared to just freely, like freely, kind of like letting that shit come through you, it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. definitely different. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely different. Um. I wanted to ask you, um, talk about your first written. You didn't really go into it, but you you did you thought it was hard. I thought it was dope. I, yeah. I do you still so. have? Do you have any of those old records like sitting somewhere? In the, I don't think I have any of the CDs left. No. That, I'm, like, that was, I'm like, we got to pull up the archives. I don't <laughs> think I don't think I have. We ain't gonna have that shit on CD, homie. Yeah. I, I ain't got nowhere to play it. Yeah. Fuck. I don't. Right? <laughs> we fucking play that bitch up. I don't even know. Hey, but I know that I know it could get deep, and there's a lot of you know politics and whatnot and shit that goes into it. But you know, there's a lot of people that listen to this and shit that kind of go through the same kind of things we go through, you know, or that you go through and shit like that. And is there is there anything you could share with us when it comes to like you know some of the trials and tribulations or some of the the shit that that kind of stuck with you when you did go to prison? Because you said you did do some time, you know, in the past, like. Is there anything that you could like share with the people? Maybe if even there's somebody out here watching this is like, I want to do something more, but this is where I came from. And they don't think they could kind of elevate and they just want to, you know, maybe connect with you and, and understand. Yeah. So, um, I would say probably the toughest thing I think was one, having to have a sense of accountability you know, I don't care how bad um, you feel like maybe you got the raw end of a deal, like with a case or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, like ultimately, you know, 70% of the time, if you go all the way through and you're found guilty and you're going to do the time, even if maybe you're not guilty of exactly what they said you did, you were doing something like kind of morally wrong, yeah. most likely, right? Most likely, you know, allegedly. Seventy percent, and I'm saying if you're guilty and yeah, actually, yeah. you know, you 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 cop to it, whatever the case is, right? You plead it out, whatever, because <clears throat> you knew that some in some way you were kind of yeah, yeah. you're kind of guilty, right? Um, so the first thing I would say is like that self accountability, like, all right, yeah, I I've made some choices that have kind of put me here even if somebody else maybe set me up or did me dirty or told on me whatever the case is forget all of that yeah i made certain decisions that ultimately landed me here all right accountability and and i you know and and i now want to change my life for the better for me Mm -hmm. and the reason why you can't do it for you shouldn't do it for 
a family member or whatever the case is. is I had this dude tell me he had um he was running amok. He was like a real fool in his neighborhood. His wife got pregnant, had a, a baby boy. He was like overjoyed about it. And he just walked away from his neighborhood. He's like, hey, bro, I got to go raise this kid. Like, this is the most important thing I've ever done. And I can't do it here. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm done. Left the hood and, like, went to go raise his son, live all quietly, whatever the case is, working, you know, working a job, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he uh, woke up one morning and his son was blue. He had passed away. Oh, shit. And... Instantly, the whole reason for him to have had his whole life changed was gone. Was gone. And he went right back to the hood. He said literally, like, he walked out the house and just went to his Went head. right to the block. And then, like, he was on a, on a crazy one for, like, a year and a half, and then he got popped again. And then he was, like, the calmest dude in there, and he was, like, you know, yeah. at that point, you know. And I was talking to him about it, because I told him, like, you know, I got, a, I got a baby, and I got to try to do right, and blah, blah. And he looked at me, he was like, nah. No disrespect, youngster, but you ain't gonna you, you ain't gonna, be you ain't gonna you. figure it out until you're willing to change yeah. for you. Yeah, that's a fact. You know? So that's a really Real long, long winded way of saying like you got to take accountability for whatever might have happened in your life mm-hmm. that didn't that didn't go right because of your actions. It don't matter how bad of a hand you had. Like at certain points, you were faced with choices, even if they were really difficult ones. You you still had choices, right? Oh yeah, and that comes with everything. Whether you know, it be, that, whether it be that, cases, that's. That's, Pretty much everything. That's life, right? Yeah. And so so what I would say more than anything else is like, okay, I'm I'm past it. I'm not mad at the world no more. I, I my my freedom and my my peace of mind is more important mm-hmm. than like holding a petty grudge or whatever the case is. Yes, sir. And then, you know, just push forward. Um Yeah, that kind of be real. It's not gonna be that. easy, bro. You gotta and I'm gonna be real. <clears throat> There's always a um a lyric from Nipsey that I always kinda laugh at because I understand what he meant, but at the same time, for me, I'm like, I got a little bit of a different viewpoint. But um, I think Nip said, you know, never let a hard time humble us. Mm-hmm. And I, I know what he meant. Like, you know, if he runs into something, he's not going to stop being, you know, his oh, authentic self. But you he's need still going to hold his head up. He's still going to whatever. But my thing is, um, I also feel like, you know, in certain situations, you need to humble yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not all about you. You got to mm-hmm. sit down. You know what I'm saying? You sit gotta, down sometimes. Yeah, I gotta, yeah so, so you know, I, I respect, I always respect that line. I know exactly mm-hmm. what he means, but I yeah. feel like the polar opposite, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I would say that. That's probably the biggest one. You, you have to humble yourself a little bit. But I think he means in circumstance. You feel I, me? Like, yeah, you got to stay humble, but also he means, like, if you got not get knocked down, Remember, you you're still your, a king. You're still that dude. Yeah, remember, you're still a king, whether you're in a, yeah. in a Versace but, shirt. But sometimes or, you got to feel it, though, I feel No, no. And I, that's what I'm saying. You sit down and just kind of like... That's what I'm saying. I just feel think it. By that bit. line, I don't think he meant don't be humble. I think he meant like no. whether you're in a Versace shirt or don't a ripped white tee. Right. You still that nigga. And yeah, you feel I, me? Yeah, and I, keep I, on I the path. You feel me? Yeah, I rock with that. And I think that, you know, that's what I would say more than anything else. It's going to be tougher. You're going to have to take the long way, you know, because you... You know, might have stole the elevator and the- Jerry rigged it for for it to do whatever it's gonna do for you. <laughs> and then now you gotta Jerry go take you know you gotta go take a double set of stairs. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So and, and it might be hard, and you gonna have a bunch you're of like, baggage on you're your like back. Like how high right now? You know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> shit. He's like how high and shit like. like this. Oh my smoke, bad. Stroke. Smoke. Stroke. Stroke. No, I fuck with. That I wanted to ask you this too, because you know I, I was listening to Big Dreams and shit, and you know you talked about like going to prison and stuff. 
um, you have a line in there, you know, where you talk about being in prison mm-hmm. uh, during the first five years of your daughter's birth. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, how did that affect you, you know, while you're in there and shit? Like, what, do you, what, do you, what is your mindset like? Like, this is it. I'm going to get the fuck out and do right. Or what is it? How are you there? Well, it was a, it was like a lot. It was a lot with that. And um, at first it was more like. Um, it made me mean. It made me cold because I didn't have contact with with my daughter for like maybe about a year and a half to two years stretch in prison. I had no idea where she was. And it was a whole lot. There's a whole backstory oh, yeah, with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, it made me cold, bro. It made me real mean. And um, you were kind of lashing out in prison and shit, or I had well, well, it's it's hard because you you really can't because you're gonna you know you you gonna bump your head into something right, yeah. but it just made me it made me cold like I was just kind of like <coughs> very cold hearted, very cold hearted and very like 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 callous you know it's inside mm, mm. I was just like man it's whatever like whereas before I would try to focus on like oh I gotta get out I gotta do good mm-hmm. I got to a point like man whoever. Whoever, whatever issue, fuck it, bro. Yeah, you know Let's what? Run it. Let's I'll run it, dog. If you need help, you know what I mean? If you need mm-hmm. help with something, let me know. If you need, you need me to fucking book somebody. I got some know. extra energy. Yeah, and it was like that. It's kind of like, let me let me uh, redirect this energy. Yeah, bro. Right and it, there. Was, it was like that, bro. And, and so it was a good, like, two-year stretch where I didn't hear nothing from her, and it was, it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so that would, that's what I would say more than anything else. Like, that that time was like, it made me a kind of a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of made you into a terrorist and shit. Like, I mean, for good reason, though. I mean, like, you like, you know, you, emotions, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you go through them and shit, you know? And there's That's the thing about it, though, too, is, like, there's, like, li- like different, like, like phases of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the emotions sure. and shit, you probably had, like, the angry, bitter emotion. Then the sadness maybe crept in and shit. Like, damn, like, I'm missing out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I ask you the second, like, kind of leads into the second thing, though, like, how was it adjusting when you do get out and you do see your, you know, like, did you have any contact like prior? Like, did you meet her? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was there when she was born and then I was, and then I was in and out um, for a second, like in and out the County. And I, I seen her on the day of her first birthday. Okay. Um, and that, but that was it. No, no other holidays or no other birthdays. <clears throat> so, so, for like another four years. Yeah. So she turned six, but, um, so I had, I had, um, I did have, you know, some contact with her, whatever, you know, those those few limited times. And then what happened was, um, you're saying how how was it adjust when I came home, right? Yeah, how did you adjust? Like, 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 was it difficult to like now like mend that relationship? Like, like, is there that instant love? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sip on sip on it, bro. Hit it a couple times. Is it like is it like an instant? You know what I'm saying? Like, like. I could feel that there could be like a disconnect, you know, when it when when like a parent's gone and then all of a sudden they pop back up type shit, you know, like. But before you answer, I want to know with that situation particularly, how was it reconnecting, and then also with life in general, like how was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah reacclimating exactly. to to life, reaccustoming shit. I'll like. tell you, I'll tell you three stories. Well, the first one with my daughter, um, when I when I came home, she I had like kind of. There was, like I said, there was a lot to it. Um, but basically, I had ended up having the opportunity to kind of work some magic from behind bars. And I was able to get in once I got in touch with the courts. Bring the um, mic a little bit closer to him. Like this? Yeah. Like this? Okay. Yeah, you're good. So once I got in touch with the courts, um, I was able to kind of 
speak with a caseworker and um, understand the situation. And once I once I did that, I was able to figure out um, what I could do for my daughter. Um, while being incarcerated? While being incarcerated because she was kind of technically a ward of the state. Like when okay. She was like four years old. So I ended up kind of having some conversations and whatnot. And then um, my daughter ended up going into a... Uh, a temporary guardianship with my mother. Okay. So when I when I came home, I had I had mind you I hadn't been living with my mom in, in, in a lot of years. I was in prison and before that I had moved out young. Okay. So but you know my mom had helped me and you know, she had gotten guardianship of my daughter. So I came like home. You okay. know what I'm saying? To I paroled to my mother's house and the, in the morning, uh, the morning that I finally left. Um. I had a razor blade in my waistband because I was going to court and I didn't know anybody. And so I had like a razor blade in case, you know. Just ready. In case we had an issue or something. And um, I, uh, that night, I uh, was home getting my daughter ready so she could take a bath. Okay. You know what I mean? I had a, I had a razor blade in my waistband in the morning. And that night, I'm like, get my daughter ready. And so I always say that it was a blessing, but at the same time, it was like super like shock to my system. Cause I yeah. went from, I went from every day <clears throat> having to be super on point, mm-hmm. whatever the case was to, to all of a sudden I'm home. And I, and the thing is, I was expecting to go home, but I wasn't sure. Cause I had a, I had a second case at LA County. Okay. And I just wasn't sure if I was going to come home <laughs> right away or if I was going to have to sit for a little bit or whatever the case was. How, how much time were they trying to give you, if you so, don't mind me asking? Well, so I had been I had been sitting for five already, and I had this old case. So it was kind of a tricky thing because technically it was an old case, mm-hmm. but it would have been my third strike under the California three-strike law. Shit. So at first, at first, like the first offer or whatever was something like, well, since this is a third strike, I knew he was going to read the case file kind of wrong. Yeah. He's like, well, since it's a three-strike case, the only offer I'm going to give him is 30 with no L. Shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like, Damn. He was like I can't imagine hearing that 30 shit. 30 years, no L. And he goes, or he goes, or we can go to trial, and I'm seeking life. Damn. You know, he said, L-WAP. You know, life without the possibility of parole. Fucking A. So that was his first stand. But he didn't read the case file. The, Case was from before I had gotten my second strike, so it's mm-hmm. kind of this weird thing. Mm. Um, but still, like he was trying to push it first. Like he was talking, he was saying, "If not, cause we could just go to trial. It's a three strike case. We could strike him out." So that's what they're looking for. It's like a baseball mm-hmm. game to them and shit. Like, yeah, let me see how many numbers I can get out. Fucking of Fucking crazy. So, so yeah. So I wasn't sure if I was coming home. Like, yeah. if and when I was coming home. So mm-hmm. it really was kind of a culture shit. Like, uh. In the morning, like I said, I got a razor blade in my in, my, in the waistband of my, my pants to go to court, mm-hmm. and then that evening I'm sitting with my daughter. Yeah, that's that's kind of like a crazy, you know, what I'm saying comparison and shit right sure. there. Because you go from being like this hard, kind of like I gotta be on my on just, point just yeah. in case. So now you're going to this like nurturing, yeah, you know, with a daughter, like because you know, like I don't have kids, bro, but I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and yeah. with my niece, you know, you're like a lot more softer. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so that was that one. I remember um, t- telling like um, the world in general, right? I was um, I was with my boy um, Got Beats. He's I've done a lot of work with them in the past, and um, 
continue to work with them. But I was chilling with was right when I got out. We're at a gas station, grabbing like some drinks or whatever. Um, we're getting like I think we're getting some like, energy drinks and like maybe a case of some kind of beer or something. We're standing in line, and uh, the two registers open. One of the clerks goes, you know, he points at me, waves me over. So I go, but then there was another gentleman that I guess he, the, he the clerk, he clerk didn't realize that he was in line. Uh, he thought he was standing looking at something still. Mm. So then he cuts me off. He's like, yeah, you don't see me standing here? I'm oh, like, shit. And I was like, I was like, hey, man, he, um, man. you know, he pointed at me. And then he goes, he goes, well, I told, he's like, well, you see me standing here? And I was like, you just have to suppress that shit right there. Well, I, I, I'll never forget it. I literally went like that. I closed my eyes and I was like, he did that. Woo saw real quick, just. And I'll never forget that the gentleman goes, "Hey, man, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean nothing by it." Uh, just like that, he got like real quiet, and I know my my boy told me after he said that my eyes went like black. I just looked shit. at. Him. He said he goes, "Bro, that shit was scary as fuck." He goes, "What the hell? You look like you had he straight turns to exorcism. You look like you had the true. devil in you, bro." My boy Warren told me this shit. And he's like. Got possessed like, right there, bro. And I just remember, I remember thinking like, oh, this is different out here. Yeah. Like people, people are going to offhandedly be disrespectful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're just going to do it because that's their, that's their that's standard protocol. Going inside, these niggas are trying to disrespect because they're trying to saying? squabble. Trying to get yeah, it's like, no, you, if you in there, you don't do that. There's because, a lot of respect for my it'll cause a, it'll cause, you, you are going to cause a 300 man war. No, yeah, yeah. It ain't no one-on-one, -on -one, nothing. No, for sure, nobody's, yeah. nobody's giving no heads up in there, yeah. that period. Yeah, You're going to go start a 300 man rumble. You so know you what I'm saying? To... So you, you got to be, excuse me, thank you. It's very courteous. Everybody says respect. I always say courtesy. Yeah. I say yeah. the jail and prison is about, you know, personal space and courtesy where, yeah. you, where you can allow it. And that little bit of courtesy is is so paramount and important that people equate it to actual respect or disrespect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you bumped me and didn't say excuse me. Yeah. Oh, so you think I'm a bitch? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm a fucking punk, huh? Because yeah. oh, okay, all right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, sure, sure. so it's 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 ta it's escalated all the way there. I think I mean, one of the biggest. You got, you got all this. You got all this testosterone trapped in one place. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. All these frustrations. Everybody's going. You know what I mean. You Everybody's going. And, and, and not sure, not to mention sure. the system makes it fucked up for you though too. Yeah. Because you're 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 almost like starved, essentially. I hear the food in there is terrible. Garbage. You know, you're so you're not getting the proper your the proper nutrition. Think about when you're hangry, nigga. No, for sure. That alone right there. Niggas that are about straight it. up. Think about when you're hungry. Yeah. No, for sure. That got your temper already like yeah. up to here. You feel me? Hunger, yeah. sleep. Uh, sleep deprived. Hunger. You know, like that shit right there, they kind of make it where it's just well, like, too, let's let's turn these niggas into animals. He, he's telling us how he feels like, how he's feeling just about, you know, his whole daughter's situation while he's locked up. And I think about there's hundreds of people in there all going through. All the same. Similar That's things. what I'm saying. You know? nigga, then you had any, that. Any given day, nigga, I'm you know? feeling some type of way. Somebody going to feel it. You feel me? Right. And that's the thing, right? And so what I what I had to learn, you know, with that second situation, what about the gas station, I had to learn that people are just offhandedly just disrespectful. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so, and so you know, I, I just, I, um, you know, that would be that would be answering that one. Then what was the third one? I feel like you asked me one more. No, no, you said you had three you said stories. You had three stories yeah. Oh, I had three. Oh, I had three stories. Okay, yeah. And then the last one, I was um, working. I had just moved to the valley, and I was working at a um, at a uh, supermarket, like bagging groceries. 
I was just I just needed to have a job. Oh yeah. I was still on parole. So like they could violate your parole if you're not actively mm-hmm. applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. So I applied every motherfucking where and then the first job that like hired me was, you know, sitting at this grocery store. But um the grocery store's management was like blatantly racist and they made a lot of like anti anti Mexican American anti Mexican. What store was it? What kind of store? Cobbins. I I I won't even mention uh, <laughs> But it's a grocery store. And uh like a local chain kinda. But um they they were like racist, like like blatantly fucking racist with a lot of different stuff. And um I spent my time there like thinking I'm gonna go back to jail. <laughs> like I'm going, every day you I'm walk in there, you're like, today's the day I'm going today's back. Today's the day I fucking go to jail <laughs> just for me trying to keep a punk ass job. Yeah, you know, but yeah. but um, what it was, was it like? Man, was it just management was just crazy with it? Like it was, wasn't coming from like the employees. Was it coming from like an upper? Yeah, it was coming from the management. Some of like they had some family that were all kind of in management, their mm. cousins or whatever. That'd be the thing too. Yeah, and they were just it was just like blatant, you know, kind of. Just real, just real flagrant disrespect. Like not, not where I was like, "Am I tripping?" No, there was like flagrant disrespect. And what I learned, you know, what I learned about myself then was, instead of just being like, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna go back to work." Next person says something stupid for me, I'm gonna bomb on. I started like, I started like really being very mindful, completely keeping to myself, wouldn't talk to anybody, wouldn't give anybody an excuse to come mess with me at all. I was just quiet. Um, and then I just started kind of like applying for other jobs everywhere I could. That's what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? And then like uh, I had a homie with, with with a plug. He ended up you know putting me on some on some like real money making stuff with some construction stuff, whatever it was okay. at the time. But um, but yeah, like th- that was when I learned right there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm really willing to like just kind of like turn around and walk away and ignore the nonsense. Yeah, you know, that shit. Sure. That te- you know like saying? being able to control that temporary emotion, dog. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Like, it's, really, yeah. think about your emotions. A lot of them are temporary. No, for you sure. Know? So if you could kind of just do some woo-saw shit, just. No, for sure. At the end of the away. day, at the end of the day, you're a man. You yeah. Know, you feel me? You got to be respected as a man. Yeah. But also as you get older, you start to learn that like, you feel me? There's a power in not letting people control your energy and shit like that. that. that right and there. like you said, that right making there. that move and deciding, all right, I'm, I got to make my move for what's best for me. I yeah, can't yeah. let another motherfucker trick me out of. Your what shit. I got going to what I'm Hell doing. Yeah. So there's a power to that, you feel me, when you learn like basically this I can't react off of every every situation. That's the thing, right? No, there. Reaction, man. Cause I'm just getting the L. My win is yeah, I get to fuck a nigga up. Yeah, but yeah. After that, it's all L's after that. Hell yeah. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump into uh, you know, this the music stuff, man. Like you've been doing it for a minute, you know. Uh you started doing shows and shit, you know, back in the, like, I remember seeing you out there like 2014 heavy doing shows and shit, mm-hmm. riot days. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what happened? Like, cause I mean, it, it's definitely consistency. It shows that consistency works, right? Like sure. just being consistent and works and shit. But what really popped it off from you? Was it that like, like the TikTok stuff or was it already kind of bubbling? Well, excuse me. Are you good? I was done making music. I was like done, done. So I was real heavy. 2014, 2015, I dropped Starter Riot. Mm-hmm. Um, and right when I had like kind of a little underground um, hot single, as hot of a single as you can have on underground, right? Okay. Like local scene, everybody was hearing about this song. I shot a real cool video for it. And then I got, um, I, I uh, had um, pinched my sciatic nerve and I couldn't walk. Mm. Like most days, really, I couldn't even get on stage, bro. Like Shit, I would, 
I would be finished and I would just feel like my back was like twisted. It was no more jumping around with Ryan, yeah, nigga, at that, that point. None of that. So I had just stopped. I had tapered off. I got real sad. And I was just okay. being real with you. I felt sorry for myself. And I was like, oh, this is, this is bullshit. I finally figured out Elaine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With these like protest songs and people are rocking with me and mm-hmm. I'm getting to touch people and they're telling me how, how it's affecting their life in a positive way or in a powerful way. Yeah. And I'm just loving that. I'm having an impact with something that I thought was pretty fucking positive, you know? Yeah. And then like, boom, you know, hurt my back. And I just felt sorry. For, I ain't going to front. I felt straight sorry for myself. Oh, this isn't fair. Why me? Why? I, I did everything right. And now look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Felt sorry for myself. So I just like. You're about to just. I just Hang yeah, it I kind of stopped, and then um, and then I was trying to get custody of my daughter, and um, that was like a real headache, and it was like the court was being stupid, mm-hmm. and um, my daughter, everybody's saying yeah, he needs to live with, she needs to live with her dad. My daughter's like, I want to live with my dad. And mm-hmm. Of course, like, mm, well, let's see about that, you know. And it was weird. They always side with the women. Look, it's it was, crazy. It was it was wild. It was it wasn't even that's it. <laughs> the whole story was wild. But that being said, um, I ended up, you know. With custody of my daughter, and, and when I got custody of her, my boy um, Urban from All Angles was like, "Hey, bro, I got some beats, bro. Like, I made some stuff. I need you to rap on these beats." And I said, "I'm not, I'm not even rapping right now." They not. Nah, come on, man. I got these beats. Come on. So he came through and showed me a bunch of beats and shit. And I was like, "Oh, this is tight." I had to, I had the itch. I was like, "Oh, I want to record." Went to his went to his pad. I was recording. We recorded like eight, ten songs, something like that. This is hard, fool, but I kind of just kind of like re re sparked that shit. For yeah, you. but I, I but I told him, look, this is all hard, bro. I love this shit, but like, we're not gonna get nowhere with it because I don't have a fan base. I keep doing the same thing over and over. Mm, mm. I don't got this fan base, bro. So I said, hey, let's start doing, let's do something like, you know, you know what? I had this one video where I was like blackout drunk, my homie praises apartment. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and they had like done numbers for me on Facebook. Shout, Facebook, out. Like, Shout out Mitch right there. Shout man. out Mitch, man. Too. Mitch right there too. My boy Bunny Mitch. I right met Mitch through my boy right here. Yeah, cool nigga, for yeah sure. man. RP Mitch, man. Yeah, I miss Mitchell for real, man. For real. And so the thing was, was um that video had done kind of well for me. So I thought, what if we did that every week? I drink a forty of Mickey's and I will call it. Oh, is that what really popped it off? That's crazy. I said, let's do this, and we'll do like a weekly. We'll do like a weekly, and then and then it'll promote like me, and more people will pay attention, and we'll drop a project. Mm. And he was like, okay, bet, man. We still ain't put out the fucking music. God bless Irvin, man. He never, he never bothered <laughs> me about it, but I still got unreleased shit with him. It's heat, and it's not, it's not that the music's not good, but I just feel like I really feel like that dude helped me so much that I want to release that when I have like a real crazy platform. This way, that man can eat. Let me keep on getting this. Yeah, up you know, in the so, eyes. Yeah, you know, so so that being said, um, you know, we started 40 on Fridays and then it just took off. It started like it, it had like a, a, a life of its own and it was small still. You know, I think when we started 40 on Fridays, I was like, I had less than a thousand followers and I maybe maybe seven, eight hundred followers. So that video that you had dropped on on TikTok that went viral. Uh-huh. You had dropped that previously on Facebook. On Facebook, and yeah. it did numbers. It did numbers. I think it did like fifteen k on a personal page. Okay. Somebody had picked it up. It had done like fifty k. But that kind of just set off like, okay, let's do the forty on yeah. Fridays. So, so then um, we were doing it for like two and a half, almost three years. 
uh, 40 ounce Fridays at two and a yeah, half, yeah, almost three oh, yeah. years. And then my buddy was telling me, bro, you need to be on TikTok. You need to be on TikTok. Mm. I'm like, the fuck am I doing on TikTok, bro? I don't, I don't fucking, you know. I don't, I don't dance this shit. This nigga. I don't dance to shit, you know. And he's <laughs> just like, <laughs> he's like. Not for show. You know, he's like, well, nah, if you put up your videos of you rapping, like, they'll do well. I thought he was out of his fucking mind. So I put one up. And it did fucking kind of well. Like, it got, like, 50,000 views and, like, you know, thousands of some likes and hundreds of comments. And I was mm-hmm. like, Did oh, you? Shit. I think it was, like, a Make It Clap or was it the... I did the, yeah, Soldier Boy. She made Soldier Boy Make It Clap. I yeah. did that one. Banger. And then, and then I put up, like, two, three more. And then I was like, you know what? I should put up that one video that went crazy for me on Facebook. Yeah. And but, then... Bro, the, one of the lines in there, man. Pesky Rabbit, all that shit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so I put that bitch up and it was gone, bro. Yeah. It was, I'll never yeah. forget. Just I was like, yo, I think I might have hit jackpot. Yeah, and we did. I posted something that afternoon, and by midnight that night, it had like a million views. You remember yeah. that bar, <clears throat> the pesky rabbit bar? Fuck a wascally wabbit. I kill a whack wapper and tax him for his bank account. It's looking like I'm raps past it. <laughs> That's right. That's I right. knew yeah. this nigga was gonna know. It. He'd be having that shit in like an encyclopedia. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right now he had like a little minion in there. Yeah, so it's like it's, it's like it was and it was luck, bro. Like it really was. It was, it was consistency yeah, though, you know? Sure. Like, yeah, because then I had I was able to take advantage of being lucky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I was definitely lucky. Like it was it was just dumb luck. Yeah, but even when that happened, you had like 160 fucking episodes already of the 40 ounce Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's like that's what I'm saying. I was I was ready to take advantage of that luck. You know, and and that was where that was where I was able to really kind of push. Um and and um you know, I definitely was lucky because I still to this day I like I sometimes trip out like how the hell, you know what I mean? Like how the hell does shit even happen? Like I don't, my none of my stuff fits their algorithm. Yeah. Like I've been, I've violated so many like guidelines so many oh, yeah. times. Yeah. TikTok like, guidelines, bullshit, like, some shit. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I sure. I don't, you know, I don't go alive over there a lot. Like yeah, yeah. I've done everything that they say not to do. No, yeah, we were yeah. just talking yeah. about that shit recently too. I was saying that like part of blowing up, honestly, it, it is hard work. It is consistency. But a lot of this luck, like certain niggas, like niggas don't just become Drake because there's there's a lot of niggas that are making music in Toronto that didn't get that. You feel me? Like that are never going to see. When we were talking about the fighters and shit, you know, they put in a lot of work 6 a.m. getting up. (laughs) Yep. They still don't get that big fight. You know, they still ain't fighting Flame Mayweather. You know, it's like all about the just where you happen to end up at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Just it's timing, you know what I mean? It's timing too. There's all that. I think I think if you do it long enough, it that's also the other thing. True. You gotta stay in it. For sure. If you do it long enough and it's you're a marathon you, for if sure. you really are if you really are good though, that matters. Like I don't care what anybody oh, says. Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if sure, you do sure. it long enough and you have like that baseline level of goodness to yeah. what you the fuck yeah. you do, you're gonna get a chance. There's gonna be some point where the timing will line up. Yeah. The yeah. only reason timing won't line up. Is if you're not consistent, so maybe during one of your break periods, some shit was really popping that you could have took advantage of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's either that or, like, you're fucking up. Like, it's usually drugs. And if you keep doing it, I keep it, you know what I'm saying? I keep it a bug. It's usually drugs. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Substance, man. Substance it's fuck sub- people substances, up. Substances, you know, will, will fuck people up. So, you know, that's what I've realized, though. If you do this shit long enough, bro, now, because now hip-hop's getting older. 
right? We just we're celebrating fifty years this year. What right? do you think about the state of hip hop? Because so, I heard it's not on the top charts. I think well, that's just like that's commercial. There has not been a commercial release that's charted on Billboard, right? That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because people are trying to chase a TikTok trend. They're trying to mm, chase a trending mm. sound instead of just focusing on the music. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people, you know, they say they love Thriller. Oh, look how many Grammys it won. Look how many units it sold. But go listen to the album. It's a whole. It's a classic. There's no yeah, skips. Yeah. The actual so, album is good. So I think people need to fall back in love with. That's what I was thinking. Music. Yeah, good music. That's what well, yeah. you say. Good music. I wasn't gonna mention. You know, crazy ass Kanye. Like the one thing that stands out with Kanye and shit. Like okay, yeah, maybe like the Pablo album to me is not the greatest. You know, yeah. but. He's still innovative and searching for new sound. No, he always, he always cares about you know? the music. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, the Donda sure. album. If you hear that album, it's not like any other album you've ever heard. You yeah, understand? That and that's the thing. Like, I've been thinking about it because you know, like I even me, like as a producer, I get caught up in the same trends and same piano loops and this, that, yeah. and the third. But it's like, hey, bro, search for that new, yeah, that new, that shit. new sound because <clears throat> that's what niggas is looking for. When you they know? look up type beat, they're not looking for a fucking right. Gucci a lot of them are Migos, looking at it, but Migos or some shit. They're looking for Le Tyler or the niggas that are hot right now because obviously yeah. you're looking for the beat of the niggas that are hot. So so let me ask you this, you know, because you get, you know, since that viral clip, like, and since, you know, the the the, the success of 40 Ounce Fridays, like you've been, you know, kind of rubbing shoulders with different people, right? Like other people that are like you would consider that you looked up to. Um, has there any been anybody that you've met? from the game, you know, whether it be artists or celebrity that kind of like you kind of get taken, you got took in the back or, you know what I'm saying? Like not starstruck, but just kind of like, oh shit, like I'm sitting in this room with this person because of that this. moment. That you know, like because of this, like, you know, I made it. I'm here. Um, If there ain't any shit, you know, spit your shit. Be like, ain't none of these niggas surprise I mean, me. Nah, I mean, okay. So like I'll have little moments where I'm like, yo, that's really cool. Um, for sure. I think the last time that I had that, oh, that's really cool, was when um, I had to rap for DJ Quick. Maybe like that's three, a crazy one. That's maybe wild, like three, man. This nigga said it all. Ah, that was just like rap for DJ Quick. <laughs> that's yeah, wild, maybe like bro. three, four weeks ago. Yeah, we were in Bakersfield. We were in Bakersfield, and I spit, I spit for him, and he was like, by the end of it, he's beatboxing and doing my fucking ad like quick is such a cool dude. That's fire. Like, That's I, fire. I was very humbled. He's super underrated like, too. It was so. man. He that dude is a legend. So. Stop. Like, Stop it. He is on the Mount Rushmore of of what West Coast. But but he's like left out of know, a lot of the conversation. People are fucking stupid. That's because yeah. they're casual. But the people who actually fuck. know, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, he's nah, that, he's that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, like, like, you like, me? Shit, my my, my cousin's gonna love that one, Melvin. That's his favorite right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah so DJ Quick. That was probably the last like yo. You know what I mean? Like, oh, um, shit. This is kind of cool right now, you know? But I get it. I have a little, little moments like um, the homie, um, I believe his name is Cesar Garcia. He's an actor. He was, like, on Breaking Bad. He's been on the gang and okay, shit. Okay, okay. Sounds familiar. And, um, like, he follows me, and he'll be posting my shit. Like, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's and up. I, I was watching Breaking Bad when I was in prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so wild. That's like, wild, too. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Life, man. What is this life, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm like, saying? I was watching you, and you're a fan of me. Yeah, what is Fuck life, bro? Like, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So I've had a lot of that. That's always cool. And then, like, when we were doing the original 40 ounces, I, like, the early ones, we were still jacking for beats, right? Like, we were yeah, yeah. rapping on other people's stuff. So, like, when I would rap on certain people's stuff, and they would, like, reach out. 
a comment on it or show love, you know. Yeah. I, I got a pretty cool relationship with Raka from Dilated Peoples. Because okay. on, on volume five, I, I, I um, rapped uh, Worst Comes the Worst by mm-hmm. Dilated. Mm-hmm. Worst Comes the Worst, my people. And like, first. so I finally got to meet him in person at Rhyme Fest a few months ago. Uh, and uh, it couldn't have been nicer. Like, super humble dude, real nice. Very, very, very kind and accommodating. I ended up on stage, bro. I was like, hey, if you don't mind, bro, I'll sit back here. I'll be out the way. He's like, you're good. Bro, I'm filming. You know, I'm filming all kinds of shit, and I'm taking pictures. I'm just kind of taking it in. Yeah. And I wish, bro, I wish somebody would have been recording. This fool turns around in the middle of the set. He sees me. He's like, yo, Hazard, what up? I'm just like, damn. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. You know I'm saying? Him yeah. evidence just catching wreck on stage. <clears throat> and he just turns around. Yo, Hazard, what up? I'm just like, what's cracking? <laughs> that was cool. That was that's a cool right, moment. That's right. You know that's right. I mean? that was a, no, that's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Sure. 12-year-old me, 13-year-old me was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. We did it, bro. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that real quick. Like, Because, you know, you said that you, you fucked with, of course, the West Coast because you are from the West Coast. But... um. You know the East Coast, like who, who, you know who's that? Who's that? Who, who are you going for? Like who's well, on the playlist? On, on the West too, I gotta say that I do gotta say this, like that underground West Coast shit of that era was big for me. So like Dilated, Tumex, fucking okay. Living Legends, yeah, yeah. Man, them dudes were super important to me. Yeah, I gotta say that. Um, but from the East Coast, I was like heavy on the Wu Tang shit, like really heavy, like Wu Tang shit. You know, by extension, Red Man. You know what I'm saying? Through the through, through him and Matt, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that collect you know, that duo bu- right bust, there is crazy. Buster Rhymes, you know what I'm saying? Um, Buster Bus, you yep. know, Buster Rhymes, Big L, Cassidy. You know, when G Unit hit, that was it for me. Like I was, I was gang banging. <laughs> I think fifty. That. I think fifty's underrated too, man. As an artist, bro. Man. As a lyricist. That listen to some sure. of the bars. That dude's a oh, songwriter. Out of the fucking <laughs> park, listen to man. some of the bars, bro. Like, that that fool's such a songwriter. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I was like really going up to to you know beg for mercy, June and beg for mercy, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, um, I was listening to them. And Lloyd Banks, you know his his first couple albums, you know, the Hunger for Oh Boy, yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? What so, would you? I mean, this this is a tough. This is a, this is like a really tough one. It's hard to put people in a box, right? It's so small, but who is your top like three, like like lyricists? Oh man, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. <laughs> it's like super tough to get yeah, that one. Yeah, like lyricists. I don't, fuck, I don't know. Let's just say rappers Nas, at all. Who's your Nas, top Nas, because fuck, man. These last four albums that he's done as a, as an older gentleman, a more mature gentleman, is crazy. The fact that he's having like a third prime of his career is stupid. Mm, Nas, mm. Nas, yeah, Nas has to be on. It's going there, crazy. Man. All right, just pure lyricists. I'm gonna say Nas. I'm gonna say Black Thought, and then I'm gonna say. I guess Marshall. I guess Eminem. Hey, I have to. Like, I have, like that man. That's crazy. That, that man, that man's like. <laughs> it was funny because I was so like, much. I was like, if he puts M on there, man, for so show. much. To, you know what I'm saying? So, man, look, so this is my thing with M. I to, fuck with M. I think M is one of the craziest rappers ever. He could rhyme orange with door hinge. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Four four inch, you yeah. feel me? <laughs> like, orange. The nigga is crazy. Four when inch. it comes to the, the, the skill at rapping, He's he's the top. He's probably the best at it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But let me say this: the majority of people, our age, any age group, they are not driving around bumping the Eminem song. Like the music was not timeless. It was a statement for the time. If it mm. comes on, I'll that's still a good, listen that's to it. That's a good it. way of looking at I'll it. I'll still listen to it. I'll enjoy it. But so, I'm not just bumping it. I'd rather bump Ring Ding Dong before I so, bump. Okay. So here, so hear me out on this. 
Did you know that Eminem, when they, when they, when they, I forget for what, I forget what it was for, but there was a, um, like a scientific, uh, 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 research study done. Oh, shit. Of, uh, and all they did was just pull data from the streams of gamers and what they chose to listen to. And Eminem was like in the top, like, that's crazy. The top three percentile. He was. If not the most requested artist, the second most requested That's crazy. artist. By gamers crazy, across bro. the world. Crazy. So there is, so that. there is a there's place. There's a demographic. Yeah, there's Somebody a huge demographic. Yeah, listen now, to are we driving around in the yeah, hood yeah. to it, man? Hell, he has some real questionable lyrics. <laughs> When's the last time you looked this shit up? You're like, you know he what? I want to listen to Superman. Lyrics, right? Hey, me and Snurk were like, hey, 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 listening to that shit. Hold on, no. no, hold on. No, we're not going to do that tomorrow. Fucking I fuck with it, though. That man is a legend. I just listened to For the record, I listened to him like, like last week, that like man the is whole, a legend. I'll no, for sure. Week. He's in. My, I'll tell you this. He's in my workout playlist. For no, sure. for sure. One of Till the first, I collapse. The one of the first albums I ever bought was Encore. Okay, it was okay. Get Rich or Die Trying, and then till Encore. I, till I, I mean? collapse. Till I collapse is in mind. Um, um, I got a few. No apologies. The way I am. Um, the way sure. I am. That's on my. That's on my workout playlist. Um, <laughs> a lot of the Eminem show. There was like a yeah, yeah. pretty good. The white, that first, white but, America's a hilarious. That record. that, that sure. first. Well, you know no, know the saying? second sure. album is almost unskippable to well, me. Marshall Mathers sure. LP. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. What's but, the but, one with the puppets and shit in the video? These niggas are walking and shit. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a bunch of soldiers and shit. That was on the Encore album. They had that one. I know what you're talking about. And then they had the one. Um, it was like a, it was like a, a Dr. Dre production on that. Yeah, that shit was hard. But yeah, I fuck, with, I fuck with him. I was just making the point that we. Yeah. Know, no, but look, I think, I think it's just time and a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me highlight some. I mean, we highlighted it before in this podcast. I don't know if you knew this though, but the another reason why Eminem is the greatest lyricist and artist is because he produced. A lot of the love to the game album. He did, yeah, he did. He was on the like he was on the, the on that project, he and to did. me, that love to the game album. Afeni specifically asked him to do it. Yeah, and and, and a lot of those tra- you know, tracks were fucking. Rest in peace to that queen. But um, it, I I love that album. Some people told me I only like it because I'm such an Eminem fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, that shit. That's a classic, shit, bro. Album. He, he the song "Loyal to the Game" like that. Loyal song, to the game, yeah. That actually loyal th- to the game, and then uh, "Thugs Get Lonely" too. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy. I love that beat. Sure. "Thugs Get Lonely" too is a hard. If I'm not mistaken, sure. there might banger. be some DJ Quick production on that I believe, album as I well. Believe there is. I believe there is. Uh, but uh, there was like that song was like a two version song, and I think DJ Quick took that next one and pfft, I forget what song it is, man. But that's what I'm saying. That's why for me, Eminem is like, bro. Think about everything that Eminem has went against, right? Yeah. Like and then to get no, to produce sure. one of the biggest legends, no, for yeah. sure. you know, and like, the, and for the mom to be like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted it to be him. No, yeah, sure. that's that's that. It speaks it speaks for the type. Of, and then and then Eminem is the reason we have like the fit. Like, not reason, but he played a big role yeah, in fifty sure. shit. You know, oh what yeah, saying? he did. Yeah, because they, so, they they said that they were scared to sign yeah. him. And he and he took a risk on fifty, just like you know Dre did to him. And he got there from that hard work. That straight, just you feel me. It, Increasing his skill every fucking day, because like I said, he is one of the, he is the best probably yeah. when it comes to rhyming and like. Well, yeah, the, you said like, you said lyricist, so I said who was the first one I said? You said Nas. You said Nas. Yeah, I said Nas, Black Thought, Black and, Thought and, and, yeah. and right, just raw lyricism. No, for yeah, sure. yeah, that's it. I'm not talking. What about, about Jay, man? Because everybody, you know, what's, what do you what, what do you think Jay-Z, about Jay? A lot of people put Carter? him number one and shit. Sean Carter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think look, I'm not gonna sit here and say that you're fucking crazy. 
I think he's overrated I, a little bit. Really? I wouldn't put him at one. I wouldn't put him. I would at just one. say this: he's he's the one thing he's gotten really good at as he's gotten older is really owning his like celebrity. Yeah. Like and he like it's like he comes out of the sky and just drops an eight minute verse and tells everybody to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> He'll sure. He'll be back next sure. year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Sure. All right, see you guys next year. I'm gonna, you know. So I mean, he definitely I has the that whole, pool. Uh, to stop entire the entire rap game is gonna stop. And he For doesn't sure. put the. You know? He's not just flexing like I'm rich. He's flexing on the niggas who are saying they're rich. Yeah. He's not exactly. just flexing on everybody. He's just he's like, like, I am richer than all the rich guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have all the money. All the rich no, guys no. are just like, we can't take nothing broke. away from Jay-Z and, 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 and no, the type sure. of, you know, wealth that he's built from no, being sure. a rapper. You for know sure, what I mean? For sure, legendary. But... But, like, when I think about, like, his lyrics, I mean, of course, you got the classics, you know, Big Pimpin' and, like, you know, all the classics, you got those. But Did I think Did you just that- say Big Pimpin' and lyricism <laughs> in the same fucking sense? I mean, that, look, he was dope on a record, <laughs> but that's not exactly a fucking display of, like... Elite lyricist. Hey, like, I love, I love it was that a bounce record. It was a part. He said the classics like big. No wonder you don't <laughs> fucking like Jay Z. He's like, well, you know how he did Big Pimpin' fool. Like, you know that was the one for me. That's where he peaked. <laughs> you know. I mean, H I to the like Izzo, bro. H to the Izzo, Hard Knock Life. I mean, those are all great. No, for sure. The ones that are... hit, hit. You feel no, me? For sure. But like, I, there's there's a lot of skippables. Ninety nine problems. There is a lot. I of... I don't know about that. There's a lot of skippables. Is that you? Who's that? There's a lot of skippables. There's a lot of skippables. What I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, and may maybe. Hold on. Wait, this nigga shit on me as soon as I said Big Pimpin'. He's like, nigga, you don't know what the fuck. I'm like, well, yeah, if that's the one that <laughs> no, you want to no, go with, you feel me? You feel me? Like, there's. I mean, here's. If you listen on the Black album, there's so many displays. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And even before then, though, you know he. I don't know, man. I just feel like he he was always like playing the game smarter than a lot of fools, you know. And 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 just as an older age, you really see it. Now he's just basking in his fucking ambiance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I ain't mad at it. Like talking yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you know. But um, I mean, yeah. If somebody says that that's their favorite lyricist, I'm not gonna say they're fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a valid. Now, if you say something like I don't know, Macklemore. If you say, I mean, God bless him. But yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's some white kid your, out there who's calling your other nice boy? Guy. Who's your other boy? The nigga that just said nigga? Oh, Logic. Oh, Logic? Logic? What do you think yeah. about bro, What do you think about Logic, bro? Man, this nigga told me Logic's good. Hey. Was it you that told me Logic's good? Listen to everybody. I listened to all the ones you told me to listen to. This 44 bars or whatever the fuck. That shit that okay, was on then. some... What do you think, bro? That shit was on what some you? college party fucking shit, nigga. Flexecution. I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. I, and I hate that... I, look. Because I'm trying to promote positivity, I really am. Hey, shit on him if no, you have no, to. No, no, you don't have to disrespect him. No, this is the place. Be honest no, about what you know. think about his this music. This is the place. No, 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 and it's shit not just like, no, no, no. But here's impressed rap, rap or in not general. impressed? Not impressed. Rap in general. <laughs> rap in general. Yeah, the right? skill, the quality. Of I what really it is. dislike. I really dislike rappers that like that. I look at and it's just like it's kind of a corniness to him. Um, okay. I, like, I mean, I, he definitely has it, yeah. I, like, I just, I like that street shit, bro. And I, yeah, I, like sure. I said, I'm trying to promote positivity here. But, but you have to lie. also feel it. I ain't gonna it. lie. When I hear these young bucks talking that shit, I'd be like, oh, damn, that's how y'all getting down, huh? And it's like, it's a certain energy to it, right? And so, yeah, like, sure. and some of it, I don't, some of it's too much. Like, the whole, like, you know, laughing at somebody's graveside yeah, sure. or something. Like, I think that that's, there's just. And sometimes line. the music, honestly, 
it sounds the same where it's like yeah there's nothing new now you're just yeah, talking about some, different of the, some of the harder rah rah shit i fuck with yeah right? for but sure for sure my, that my vibe, thing is yeah but my thing is okay you don't have to make like the most gangsters records right yeah yeah but what i don't like i'm not gonna lie is when you have people who try to like like maybe they don't talk about that stuff, but they also actively try to like thumb their nose at the people that do. Yeah. Like, oh shame on you, do better. Look at me, I'm rapping about carrot juice. You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm rapping about how my fucking diet is vegan, and I want to <laughs> rap about my fucking mental health regimen yeah. and shit. You're talking about Larry and y'all talking about and y'all talking about fucking and y'all talking about gangster shit yeah. still. Shame on y'all. Get on my level. And it's like, what, bitch? Shut the fuck up. Like, I just think like I really feel like. Um, like I just feel like motherfuckers like if you're if you're an enlightened individual, yeah, cool. And no, for the record, I wasn't talking about Larry June because Larry June is not necessarily saying like, you know, fuck y'all if you don't drink your orange juice yeah. the way I do. No, no, no. He's just like, look, this is what I'm on, and that's his like level of fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fuck with I that. Fuck with that shit. But yeah, yeah. he's not like talking down to the motherfuckers in the trenches. Like doing other shit. He's just he's, he's trying to motivate he's you just to trying do to, that. Yeah, Worry exactly. about your health. Ride your bike, man. Exactly. I would as say with logic is like as a, I feel like some of these fools be that kind of preachy, but it's like you never had to live through that. So yeah, what do you really, you know, like with, so some of them unbelievable for you. Well, yeah, if I if it's just coming across as like it's not unbelievable, genuine, yeah, it's just not genuine. Yeah, it's just not genuine. It's like bro, this shit's contrived yeah. because you're just because you're not comfortable in that space because they called you corny and laughed at you and threw rocks at you. Don't fucking spend your time trying to throw like slight. Little I, jabs I think at I think it. what fucks up. I mean. You know what I'm like, what fucks up no, logic sure. a little bit though is the the fact that he always like wants to like really make it like noticeable that he is black. That he's half black. The thing that gets me. And that's the, where people like it kind of fucks up his like, you know what I'm saying? That boy whiter than me. Look, the thing I mean, that, look, gets, that boy is lighter than me, dog. That nigga look like Harry Potter. And if he got pulled over in the middle of the night, a cop be good. A cop wouldn't go, oh, who's this black yeah, guy no, right sure. here? Yeah. Like, shut the fuck the up. Thing, the thing the thing with logic bro. though is because honestly, with keep it straight to the music. I don't fuck with the music. It's on some frat boy college shit. Like that's the that's the demographic he was trying to basically entertain and make money off of. Cool, but the thing that fucks me up off the music is that to go from that to straight playing that white boy frat boy shit to now like oh believe me I'm a nigga. You yeah. feel me? It's like he makes you it spend very all that time trying to prove that you were that white boy college frat just, boy. It just fucks up his you, whole you me? You're trying to, persona. Like, bro, sense. just be you, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, that video was funny as fuck though. When he said nigga in front of his dad, and even his dad looked like him, looked at him all like, yeah, like that nigga said, be yourself. No cap. He said everybody should just be <laughs> straight up, dude. <laughs> right he's trying to like shit him. on him. No, for sure. But let me ask you this: Has uh, like okay. You 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 you've been working with artists or whatever you know, but um, let's go to that next level of artists. Like, who is that next artist? Like that next level artist? Or like, I gotta like, I want to work with this person. Man, who's that next level artist? It's like I need to work with Hez. Exactly. Not, not, no, 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 real no, shit. That's, 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 that's that real. That's that real fucking not answering the question. <laughs> and a, a dick can't wait. Nah. That's that Lil Wayne, <laughs> right? This nigga busts out of the freestyle right, right after. <laughs> My competition ain't nothing. It's repetition. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, what I would say, what I would say is, like, who, uh, who's a dream artist, man? Who you want to work with, man? Oh, man, I'm trying to think. I think it's more producers. 
Like, I got a hit list, man. I was going to ask I you would, both of them, so. I would love to work with, like, uh, Primo. I would love to work with Hit Boy. I would love to work with... Uh, Imagine with, a with Hit Dre. Boy and a Primo album with this nigga. I'd love to work going with Dre. Crazy. Like, I would love to work with Quick. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that interaction I had with him was super dope. You, you know, on those West Coast beats quick. is crazy, honestly. Yeah, I think I you brought any of them. Quick. Um, sure. You know, um, that would be awesome, you know. Um, you know, um, um, uh, Battle Cat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Battle Cat. For sure. Battle Cat. Even like, uh, won't, 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 like Daz. Won't, I think Daz gets slept on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he does. He does. Daz gets slept on. Obviously. I mean, he did America, uh, Ambitions of a Writer or some shit exactly, like that. Exactly. He did. Yeah. And then, and then obviously, you know, obviously, like, yes, like a Pharrell, you know, the, or the Neptunes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Somebody like that. Somebody like a Timberland. Let but, me give you the top. Let me give you real quick the top three uh, producers Timbo, Dre. Kanye, this nigga loves Timbo. That's so, his boy. So, so, so Timbo's dope. I think I'm gonna say Dre. I'm gonna say Dre. But damn, the album never ne- might never like we never might see that shit with I, Dre. I'm, I'm gonna say Dre. I'm gonna say Primo. Yeah. Primo goes. I can imagine this thing on some Primo beats. You might and just have quick. to get his attention and quick like, and quick because we got to really start putting some respect on that man's name. Quick, yeah. No, for He's sure. so slept Dre, on, bro. Dre quick and Primo. That's my three. Okay. Okay. That's my three. Yeah. So we went through the top. You you, did you give us a top three for the for the for the artists? Um, I'm more. But those are lyricists. He said Marshall. He said lyricists. Okay. Yeah. I said. Yeah. I said. I said. uh, 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 Who who was my first one? Nas. 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 Yeah. There we go. Nas. Black. Yeah. Nas. What do you think about Nas linking up with like Damien? How was that shit? Damien Marley. I like that. Patience is one of like you remember that song Patience. I, I it introduced me to Damian Marley like in a real way. Yeah. And like I like I like ah man that fool be talking that shit. Speak I like life. You ever speak music, life? bro? Like I like street music. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Like he talks that he's yeah. talking his struggle from his island, from his yeah yeah from his blocks, from him from his perspective. Yeah. And you can hear it. You're like, yeah, this is really a man of the people. Like, and he's for the yeah, people. Yeah, Speak Life. You ever heard that shit? Speak you know what I'm saying? Nah. Who's it? Who's, what is it? Uh, Damian Marley. Is it Damian Marley? It's called Speak Life. It's, it's like, honestly, bro, it's like he said, like, it's like talking to the people. It's like, it's almost like uplifting. It's like struggle. You feel me? L- let me ask you this. Fire. When it comes to Drake, what does Drake stand for you? Yeah, I really want to know artists. that. I want to know that. You feel me? Like, what is, what is Drake? Because, like. Drake is another one. It's like love, like a lot of people love him, yeah. but a lot of people hate and, him. And because you said you like the street music, but also I know you're like more deep into the history of music. But we all, if, you, if we're honest, you got to be honest. Drake is one. Of, he's top top three artists when it comes to like ever. When it comes to the entertainment business, or just you just think like I mean, in technically general. he's a rapper who harmonizes. He has some R and B albums, but. He's yeah. he's a rapper who harmonizes. I mean, I'm a I, I like Drake a lot. But I think he's a really there's nothing this man can't do, man. We no, talked sure. about it last. We've been talking about it. So like, where's um, yeah. where's he mean, at with I your top that, artists? I think that he understands how to be uh, an entertainer probably better than almost anybody, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He's had this long of like a a, a relevance that, that you know. This long of having a relevance, switching right? styles, yeah, being yeah. being relevant this long, and um, there's no way that that's easy. 
I don't care what anybody says. So like you can to be that consistent. Yeah, and shit. just because like I can't have miss like, and shit. Bro. I have like a it's little, like Steph Curry. I've never heard a bad song. I well, I have a little bit of, of experience with it now, right? Having been yeah. just consistent with forty ounce, and that's not like half of what this fool's doing in terms of like brand partnerships and traveling all over the world. And, yeah, you know, jumping on all these features and doing all this shit, right? But I know a little bit about what it takes to be consistent. Yeah. So when you're consistent that long at that high of a level, like. I'm sorry, you're not getting lucky. You might be able to get lucky once, twice, even three times. Oh, yeah. You can get lucky. Like, you can literally do everything wrong, and the, the, the song just be so hot that it just goes just for you. Lucky. Yeah. And you just get lucky, right? And you might be able to pull it off a second and even a third time, but eventually you're going to get in your own way. Yeah, for sure. And you're going to you're gonna fuck it off. And Fall this off. Is and you're gonna, and you're gonna, he, this, this dude is, is fucking consistent. We're talking different sounds, different eras. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, Dance running hall, his own show, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. So, so you gotta, yeah, so you gotta give it to that man. Period. I don't know yeah. where I would put him. I don't know because I feel like that. I feel like he's still trying to drop new shit. Yeah, for sure. He's, so I feel like his story, like, I, and I think he said that in interviews. Like his story's not even done. Yeah, he's yeah, like, wait yeah. until I'm like just being lathered up on a fucking island somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah chilling. And he's I, like, I, the best has yet to even come. You good know? for him. You know? yeah, so, yeah. so I would say that. Yeah, let him keep writing the story. Yeah. I'm not saying this. I'm not a fucking Drake hater. Yeah, like, nah, sure. that shit's weird. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if you can't objectively be like, yeah, the dude's got good music, you're yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, there's a lot of that's people crazy. who don't fuck that's, with you. Feel me? That's weird though. That's like, a, I feel like you're. I trying, think you're anybody. I feel like you're trying person. to be mad yeah. about something. I was just wondering what like, you thought about the quality of the music because yeah, you're very particular. Like, yeah, I think I think it's good. You're very particular. Like, I don't listen to all of it. Right, I don't listen to all of it. Like, just because like I don't listen to hardly anything. Yeah. You know, I'm just like focused on like making my shit. Yeah. But like, there's a ton of records. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot of skips. I know that. Yeah. Quality wise, right? No, are you, sure. are, are you quality the, wise? It's yeah. crazy. Are you the type that like, like you just like bumping your shit, like the new shit Driving you just recorded? I do that. I like I'm till I'm numb on the ear with it, and then I can just put it away and never listen to it again. Exactly. Like I don't know when the, the last shit. time I heard Starter Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I listen, was a, I like all the way the other through. Day. All the way through, I don't know when was the last time I heard that song. But when you do listen to it, you listen to it like a thousand times. I haven't heard. No, I haven't heard. No, I'm saying now. when you were the patch when of time when I first you had it. Yeah, when I first had it, I listened to it over and over, and I took notes, and I don't like this, and I do like yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe I need to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say? Like, 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 what, what is it that, like, what is it that, like, gives you that drive to be consistent? Because we, you know, life is life in. So right. What, so how I do you like the knock out the noise? For me, the biggest one for me is um. I'm gonna be real. Watching, watching a, a Nipsey Hussle pass away, watching Kobe pass away, and seeing the legacy he left behind. I remember like thinking like, when Nipsey passed, I remember having a real conversation with myself like, man, what if what if something happened to you tomorrow? What would people remember you for? And I didn't really like the answer. It mm, bothered okay. me. Low key. And I was like, fuck, like what a waste of some. Fucking potential. I had the same yeah. thoughts. I'm not gonna lie. I and, so, crazy. and so I started pushing. I got scared. Like I started working frantically. I think we started forty ounce like a week or two after Nipsey passed. Okay. okay. A week after. Okay. A week after Nipsey passed. So so, like I was literally I was not like that two weeks after. I was literally like I had a, like a fire under my ass. Like I was like I gotta I gotta push. I gotta I gotta I gotta leave something behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, That's what's up. so yeah, what was the first part? Of, I'm really faded. What was the first part of the question? <laughs> Just consistency, how you stay consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, so you, that, that was like, how, how you stay yeah. consistent shit? Because, you know, life be life. And, and that was it right there. And yeah. that was it for me. It's like I'm leaving something like, God forbid I fucking, you know what I'm saying, fell off of a cliff tomorrow. Yeah. You know, my thing is like, 
people can go back through my page and they would like sit there and listen to all these raps and be like, wow, he really loved this shit. Yeah. yeah. Like if nothing else, like this motherfucker rap. That's fire. I you know what I'm saying? That. Like, you know, that. and so that's it, bro. I just, I just want people to know that like I genuinely love this shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I hope that I can leave it in a better place than when I found it. That's fine. Sure. I hope there's a kid right now that I am inspiring. Yeah, yeah. You, know, sure. you were saying like, you know, a stranger, right? I hope there's a 12-year-old kid like, this dude's the greatest thing ever and he's obsessing over everything I do and then 10 years from now, he wants to be better than me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I would love that. That's you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, the idea of that excites me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, like forward motion yeah. always, yeah. And another question that comes back to the hip-hop, you feel me? Um, so, like, you got a lot of people going crazy on the East Coast, a lot of people coming out of Atlanta, you feel me? Mm-hmm. A lot of people blowing up and shit. So my question is, like, I feel like the West Coast, we don't got a lot of people coming with the quote-unquote West Coast sound. Sure. The people from the West Coast that are blowing up are the people that – you don't even really are know from the West Coast, like Roddy Rich, yeah. Tyler the Creator, like yeah. these are the people that are blown up. Besides, like maybe like Blueface, and that's what I mean. Like when I mean blown up, I mean like you could listen to them anywhere in the U.S. Right. You'll catch them. You feel me? Why do you think that like that West Coast sound, quote unquote, isn't like doing what it should be doing all around the country? Well, I think I think more than anything, I think is what okay. Are you saying when you say West Coast sound, are we like, okay, is it G Funk or like is it G-Funk like, sound like, is it like, the, is it Drake? the rolling or is it the rolling 808s with a skip beat like mustard, right? Why? So, 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 so this is what I would say to that. Both of those worked, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tyler's working, right? Um, Roddy's working, right? Yeah. It's just good music. No, for so sure. The, 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 now, there's going to be certain themes that even like Roddy being, you know, he's from wherever he's from, he's still going to have certain themes in his music mm-hmm. and that's going to give you that west coast oh okay yeah, yeah either yeah. you from the yeah, yeah are you so like for him to say that like yeah okay yeah he is gang banging yeah allegedly whatever right so i think that that's going to leak through anyways it's like it doesn't necessarily have to sound you know like a, a zap and roger sample you know yeah, yeah. and i think the, the quote unquote West Coast sound, the last person to be like that is probably like a YG. Yeah. I, like I would say so, but, but if you listen to YG and then you listen to like The Game or Snoop, sonically completely oh, for sure. different. For so sure. he, had taken, but, he had taken the sound in another place. But YG, you're still getting those samples sometimes. You're still getting sure. those Dre samples and, then, and shit in the background. And then you, but then you look at like a Kendrick. Yeah, for sure. Right. And, and like, that's well, not really West Coast f- at all. What the f- Exactly. And, and that's, he's the that's biggest hot. in the game. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. would say that I think. That's I, very true. I think it's just about making the best music possible. I think too many people get caught up in that. In that sound. Trying and to stay in that. Trying to stay in that. Or trying to be like, oh, well, they're not feeling us because we're from the West. No, just make good music. No, for sure. Just shut the fuck up. Just because, focus on the music. Focus Roddy, on the music. Because Roddy, he's out of here. No, right? for sure. Out of here. Tyler, out of here. Right? And they subscribe to none of that shit. Yeah. They just made the best music possible. They fed their fan base and they said, fuck the haters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what if Roddy was like concerned, like, oh, man, they said I sound like an, an Atlanta fool. I should switch it up. Let me mm-hmm. jump on a G-Funk beat. Mm-hmm. What if Tyler was like, damn, you know what? I'm going to start wearing khakis. I'm going to crease them. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, damn, like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm fucking up. That'd be detrimental you know, so for you, you sure. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to, I think you just got to be 100% you. And I think you just got to embrace what you, because it also shows that the West Coast, Southern California is an eclectic 
and diverse place. No, for sure. We're not all running around trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. That is not the case at all. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think that I think that you know street culture and gang culture kind of permeate a lot of things out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think you know even a, a somebody who is not you know well versed in that area will still have certain knowledge of stuff. Yeah. You know, but but you know, and they might go elsewhere and seem like a gang expert. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you got plenty of people like... Diff- not everybody's running around gangbanging and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of people that are not. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, and it's insulting to them to just get painted with that. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, do you gangbang? Like, no, I go box. to fucking Cal Poly. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you put you in a box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you gangbang? I go to fucking CSUN. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the people are like, wait, what? You know, so so I would say that... I would say that, there, to me, there, there should be no such thing. Even though, obviously, like... G funk or like that rolling 808 with a skip beat yeah. shit in it. I understand that there are stereotypes that are attributed to that. Yeah. But my thing is just like make good music. Just focus yeah. on the music. Focus on the music and, and just and just tell your story. And I think right now too where the space is at, like that Atlanta music is almost like that more futuristic, like super mumble rap. Like that's just where the culture is right now at this I moment. I feel like right now. Uh, Florida is the one killing it. Yeah, Florida. Now, now Florida is coming up. Now it's like moving from Atlanta to Florida. Yeah. But what was what I was gonna say was that basically like on the on the West Coast, I feel like our new our new West Coast rap is uh is that Draco like that Draco Draco Blueface. Oh, like, he's, he's been. I mean, he's been influenced. You know, and, and all everybody's and, a big yeah, Draco right now. Everybody. No I mean, it's it's Draco. It's it's that it's that he entire that. family tree. Yeah, you know, for sure. You got. You got the kid old Jeezy. You got, for sure. Yeah, you got uh, Ralphie, Ralphie the plug. For Ralphie sure. the plug, and and them dudes do very well. Oh yeah, like it's their, good music. I fuck their, with that shit on their own. Like they really be like really on their own, just on that independence on, shit on the super From indie grind. And respect to them, man. Yeah, like, for sure. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know them gentlemen at all. I have no like no plugs with them. Nothing. I just, I would say, just like. Just from what I see, watching oh, yeah. just from afar, sure. just, just like, from what I see, like I, I seen the movie music shit. And respect to them, and the blueprint is crazy. Yeah, the blueprint respect, is crazy. It drops, it drops shit like you flipping a sack, nigga. Every song gets get some views, nigga. Drop another man. And fools are like this nigga's dropping like two songs a week. Bro, they're for hustlers for real, dog. I feel like you know, there's probably been a lot of independent independent acts, right? Like you got the Masterpiece and the Birdman's and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like the the one that really highlighted for a lot of us was Nipsey, bro. Yeah. Like he really showed you that, like, look, you could get it on your own. Yeah, you just got to be consistent and put in that work and hire the right people, whatever. You know what I'm saying to get your vision out there. And, and it was also, and too, then these guys are kind of following down. You know, it was kind of like because the other other people like the before were more mysterious when it came to Nip. You heard them stories of this nigga selling his CDs yeah. on the fucking street, nigga walking yeah, up to yeah, cars yeah, yeah. trying to sell the CD, walking up to the game and the game talking about, oh, I didn't know who was walking in that car. All I knew was a crip, nigga, and this nigga pulling up talking about, I got a seventy dollars CD, nigga. Yeah, buy this shit yeah, while so, he's selling incense. You feel me? To yeah. what he was like, that's just crazy. crazy. Yeah, that it kind of just crazy. like what I'm saying. It highlighted it for us, you know what I'm saying? So I think anybody that's listening, you know, you can really do it yeah, on your own. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like. 1, There's a lot of avenues, yeah, you know. Thousand percent, you know. So you gotta really, want, like I said, the music has to be good. Like, don't don't yeah, lie yeah. to yourself. No, for but sure. but yeah, bro. Work I, at it. Work yeah, at that's it. it right there. Just you know? keep pushing at it for sure. Let me ask you this: um, like with the success, you know, like like 
what what was like not what has been the big challenge because I feel like you kind of like here there everywhere like I mean you just came from a fucking show to right here you know yeah. um in San Diego you know so like what has been the challenge like adjusting to like kind of like this celebrity you know what I mean like what has been the adjustment like how's it been man I'll tell you this it don't pay as much as the fuck they tell you I've learned I've learned real quick I'm like man these fools a lot of these fools are fucking broken to me like <laughs> Look, yeah, man, real, like it don't shit, it don't pay shit. like you, it don't pay like you think it does. One, I'll say that I still gotta go out and get it. Like I gotta yeah. hustle hard, you know. And um, yeah. so, so I, I do. But um, I think that probably the, the biggest thing that I've learned is to just kind of keep things in perspective. Like, don't let your head like kind of run away with itself, and don't like, like, bro, you 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 know could be the hottest shit today, and you could be cold as ice tomorrow. And then five years from now, they could dust off some shit that you liked, and all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. hot again. You just gotta learn yeah. to kind of, kind of keep a level head, and like no matter what's going on, don't, um, don't, you know, don't allow yourself to get like too high or too low. I think you should always walk with your head held high. I think you should always have a supreme self belief. You know what I'm saying? But I also think that like it's really easy to kind of let your ego get away from you and kind of shit on people mm-hmm. you know, when you're really, really up. Kind of so like, like just kind of keep yourself a little yeah, humble. I would I would say so. I would say just just to kind of keep yourself like keep yourself grounded. Just understand grounded. that like yeah, yeah, that's a good you word. know what I'm saying. You might be the hottest shit today, and you might not be tomorrow. Yeah. And that's show business. I think that if you really want to have a long career in show business, you gotta understand it's gonna ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that that would be the thing that I think that I've kind of really taken to heart. And and also I don't take none of this shit personal. It's all business to me. Mm-hmm. Like respectfully, ain't none of these motherfuckers my friend. Yeah. Like the way I look at it, right? Like I've made some good relationships that, like, I, I have like where, where there's like nothing in it for me to gain or nothing in it for them to gain, and we're like doing favors for each other yeah. just on some friendship shit, right? Yeah. But aside from that, I, the way I look at it with everybody is like, look, man, like we're in this we're in this bit. entertainment business. We're colleagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get super offended if you, as my colleague don't do exactly what I was hoping for you to do. Mm-hmm. If you as my colleague, you know, I hit you up and you're like, sure, I can get that done. And then you don't, it'd be the same thing as if my coworker didn't. Yeah. Like, Damn, that fool dropped the ball. Well, you know what? You asked him to do it. You took a risk and you depended on him. You know now not to ask him the next time the job comes yeah, around, sure. right? Yeah. Instead of getting people being, oh, people are fake and fuck everybody and I hate the industry. Mm. No, just mm. understand it's a, it's, a, it's a job like anywhere else. No one's going to bat a thousand. It's literally a game. No, for sure. no one's going to bat a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Not even you. So it's like, that's the thing I think that I've learned the most with this shit. Like, don't take none of this shit personally, bro. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not that's to me it's not. But maybe because, like, I was in a place where motherfuckers were never coming home. Mm. You know what I'm no, saying? And sure. we'll cut your face open because they had a bad morning. So it's like, to me at least, it's like, you know, this shit is low stakes politics. Yeah. Like, it's like, what y'all gonna do to me? Yeah, like, well, so. Oh, I'm gonna have to go work a fucking day job again? Like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I've been on the grind yeah, like, regardless. I yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> so I just look at it like, I just look at it, you know, I just kind of approach everybody. I share everybody with respect. Uh, you know, I give everybody the respect, you know, as, as a man, and as a woman, you know, and, and uh, you know, treat people how I want to be treated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I uh, try not to get too too too, too big headed myself and shit. too low on myself. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the main thing. Kind of you know, forward motion only. For sure. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, uh, um, what's next for you, man? Like like what do you got? What do you got coming out? What's what's next for you? Yeah, man. So um, we got a lot of sex toys coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What you got? What kind of type of shit you got? (laughs) They are completely hypoallergenic. (laughs) This nigga got molded and shit. Oh. Phallic, yeah, phallic moldings of my genitalia. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. I'm going to be yeah. giving this nigga's dick to my it's bitch. Called, it's uh, called just the tip. Oh, Get the has. It's called just the tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big has. It's called just the tip with a telescopic, <laughs> telescopic effect. That's crazy. You know? But no, no, no. In all seriousness, um, in all seriousness, uh, we got the um, Hazard Terp Cooler. Um, it's currently out right now. Uh, go follow Essential Cooler. Cool. Yeah. Go follow Essential Coolers on IG, oh, yeah. and um, uh, it's a cooler. Like if you want to store your um, your, uh, like your uh, cannabis extracts, yep. Uh, okay, um, you can do so in a um, temperature controlled, humidity monitored environment. Um, okay. it's pretty cool. It's completely wrapped with all the uh, forty ounce Fridays uh, uh, logo and graphics. Oh yeah, um, it's pretty dope. So it's like it looks like beer bubbles coming up the side of the cooler and shit. Oh yeah. Uh, so shout out to Central Coolers. Um, they're, the, they're the company I partner with for that. Um, I got a project I'm finishing up called Hold the Sticks with my boy VHS. Um, it's the real that real minimal, you know, sample based loop. Hey, we gotta get that one, man. It can't, it can't yeah. get hold on like the other one. And it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be Hold the Sticks and uh, and the Hazard Sticks release. That's probably what I'm focused on the most. And then I don't think I've announced this. So I'm officially announcing here since y'all wanted me well, your first good. guest yes, on sir. episode 40, Mister bam, bam, 40 bam, bam, Ounce bam, bam. Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so look, um, where's my camera at? Right here. Right here. All right, look, um, I go by Hazard to the fucking mic, um, and I just appreciate everybody who supported 40 Ounce Fridays for the last 220 weeks. Um, it's kind of crazy the way the math works out. Uh, sitting in volume 220. We now have uh, uh, 40 weeks to volume 260. Volume 260 will be five years of 40 ounce Fridays as a series. Sheesh. So we're going to go ahead and put it to bed at volume 260. So we're now, as of this week, coming, counting down. We got 40 40 ounce Fridays left. Sheesh. So we're oh, going to do a gang of series? cool shit. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to do a gang of cool shit in the meantime. Um, we're going to do some giveaways. We're going to do some really cool fan experiences. And we're going to cap this whole thing off with a really dope live event. 40 Ounce Fridays live. We're going to end it after 260 weeks of continuous fucking heat oh, and bars in your That's fucking crazy. face. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, starting starting this week, we're counting down. We got 40 40 Ounce Fridays left. Holy shit. I'm looking you know out for that shit for sure. Yeah, That's man. crazy. Yeah. yeah, man. That's crazy. So, so, so what, what, what's putting an end to it, though? Like, you, um, you just like, I just, okay, I this want, is it. I want to... Um, I want to elevate 40 ounce Fridays beyond um, beyond quote unquote just some freestyles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got some real cool stuff planned ahead, and um, you know, I uh, I filed for the trademark on 40 ounce Fridays. Oh, it's been a while now. I'm waiting on it. That's right. But um, but like that's me right there. So you're gonna just turn yeah. it into some whole other. Next I got, we level got some shit. real big, yeah. We got some real big plans for it, so it's gonna I'm really so it's not it's not necessarily deading it. It's more like elevating. let's elevate this mm-hmm. shit to the next level. Okay, and you that's right. Here first. That's, that's right. Not impressed, man. Not impressed. Podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? About 40 it, yeah. more episodes. I'm gonna be watching that shit. For yeah, sure. you know what I'm saying. So we got. It's like. 40 more volumes, baby. That's right, that's right. Hey, so everybody out there, you feel me? Go tap in with this nigga. Go to I'm a Hazard. Yeah. On Instagram. 
We got yeah. 40 more weeks, man. Check out all his Check old shit, Check him out. Too, we post that shit. shit is crazy, man. And, and I mean, I see. I feel like he can go on like a Funk Flex, uh, a Shade Room. No, for and, sure. Yeah, shade, 45. Uh, shade 45. For sure. Yeah. And bro, Shade Room, too. Said, and Shade Room, too. Bro, when I said I put this nigga in the top five I mean, because I'm like even Thanks. stacking it against like a J. Cole. Like, I'm like, no, I can sure. see him going like toe to toe. No, for sure. it's like, that shit motivates me to write. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Man, that shit's motivated me plenty of times to be like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, like this nigga's consistent. Like, he's going shit. there. Like, I got to do this. Oh, man. yeah. That like he did it just off of just consistency and fucking having skill and keep going. Like, yeah. And how yeah. we were talking earlier, too, like, you got to put out good music and it's not, and it is consistency and good music. If you keep putting out shit and you keep doing shit, you're only bound to get and good. You, and you have to approach it. Like, Sooner or later, you're going to get it. good. Yeah, like, right. that's part of it, too. Like, you're going to get good. Nobody was good at first. Yeah. Right. I don't care who you nah, are. Nah, Hazard said he came out the gate like... He popped out, out the, like... I came out the gate fully formed. I mean, he might have <laughs> at the time, but who he is now from then, yeah, yeah, yeah. those are two oh, different yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know elevation. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you couldn't... You probably wouldn't be able to do the same 240... 40 ounce freestyles when you first did it at 16. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you could have. It kind of molded you to you that. You could have, but it wouldn't have been the same quality right, that you're right, putting right. it out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Everything yeah. takes man, time. Man. Yeah. You got anything else, bro? You want to? Nah, man. I just, I just want to say I really appreciate you, bro, for sure. Man, for thanks for having me. I am zooted in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Episode Thank y'all 40, for having you feel me, man. Hey, bro, good episode out, bro. 40. Absolutely. Are you tap kidding in me? with my yeah. boy. You feel me? This is uh, the, you, the you first episode up. with the guest. You feel me? Yes, We're going to keep doing this and shit. We're we gonna... setting trends, motherfucker. You feel me? <laughs> hey, and that's another one, man. Tap episode in with 40, us. man. Yeah.